I've actually had better days because I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, the power has gone out in my apartment complex once again. This no. is we're going on five times now in the last month and a half. Where you live at? Uh, right behind Chick Fil A on McKnight Road. Okay. Like okay. right up, right up behind that on the big hill. It's it's a wonderful complex. I mean, we live in a nice place. I, I they take they take good care of it, but there's just a lot of trees and they always fall on the on the you know the wires or whatever. And it's just like, why are we placing these wires here? Or maybe cut some trees down. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> but um, so I'm I'm recording live from Aubrey's parents' basement. Um, nice. they have lots of beer down here. A trib total media flag staring me right in the face. So just the competition just being broadcasted down here shows me where I where I stand in this family. I thought they respected me, but overall, that's my airing of grievances. Gar, how are you? Doing well, fellas. I know I missed last week. It's been a while for me, but uh, happy to be back. You weren't wearing the old Miss shirt, huh? Yeah, yeah. I got to put it on. You weren't in on. Uh, you weren't in on uh, Mississippi State today. I, I, I actually like them. I actually like Mississippi State over Vandy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have any Mississippi State gear, so. Maybe I'm just representing the state as a whole. Gar, what what season are you in right now? Kickball, softball. So, yeah, so uh, we won we won softball uh, a few weeks ago. Okay, um, and we were psyched about that because we actually beat a team that was pretty good. They it looked like they had a couple people who probably played college ball and like were just <laughs> looking looking to get their fix of baseball, but we shut them down and we, uh, we, we won, so we won the championship. Can't... Yeah, exactly. And then Tonight, we are the greatest team. <laughs> and then we won. Um, and then our regular season of kickball just finished. We're seven and zero. we're the one seed uh-huh. and playoffs are next week. And we're how many teams are in this league? Uh, eight teams in the league Four make the playoffs. So we, uh, okay. we're pretty good. We've only allowed like, five runs the entire season. Wow. I mean, we're defensively, we're just, throwing heat. yeah, defensively, we're just dominant. So <laughs> that's impressive. That, that's something we ex- expect a, an Instagram post next Tuesday night, because I, I'm very confident we're going to, wow. we're going to win it all. Yeah. Wow. We feel good about that one. That's crazy. Okay. So that's all where right. I'm at. So fellas, uh, Gar, we were going to start this before the, the hiatus. So we'll sure. get into it now. We have the question that we're going to – I'm going to ask it at the beginning of the show, and then we will answer it at the end of the show, and that's how we'll close it. All right? So my question for you is this. Who is an an athlete – or who is your favorite athlete that plays for a team that you hate? And it doesn't have to be a current one, but who's a guy maybe you really liked when you were growing up, but he played for a rival team – that you did not like. Oh, I have I, a I, really I got my good answer. One. Yeah, I have I my answer really as good. well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but I know it right let's off the save, bat. Let's save it for uh, the way end of the show. Up, way up we go. Been up and down that road. Way up, way up, oh no. We gon' burn the whole house down. Watch me standing in line. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Underpaid and Overrated. I am Noah Hiles. He is... Tony Parlace. And last but certainly not least, we have... Michael Gar. Gar, good fellas? to have you back. Thanks, hey. guys. Yeah, I missed you guys last week. What's up? Absolutely. I mean, you know, you got 
question for storming the Capitol and we couldn't have – oh, that's Tony. Never mind. Uh, how, how was Atlanta? Atlanta was a blast. Uh, I have a couple very good friends. I've been uh, down there uh, who I grew up with. I've been friends with them since, like, elementary school. And it was a very uh, spur-of-the-moment trip. Uh, obviously, the Milwaukee Bucks beat Brooklyn Saturday night. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks beat Philly on Sunday and Monday. I went to my boss. I said, you know, I already have Friday off anyway at all. Can I get this following Monday off? Because the game three was Sunday night. Um, and it worked out and I booked a flight that day, very short notice, but we got tickets second to last row, but it was an absolute blast. That's awesome. man. And wow. it, was, it was one of those things we talked to, we talked about, it. we were like, look, this is, uh, how often does this happen? Like Hawks, yeah. Bucks, especially hell, they can meet in the first round, they can meet in the second round, but Eastern Conference Finals, yeah, and with, then uh, everything going on. So we had to do it. And that, like, to build upon your point, where it's like this is the time of your life when you can do that. You know, like when you're younger, you don't have the money to do that. Exactly. And when you're, if you're older, you have kids. Kids. You know, you right. can't do that. Like this, this is the time of your life where you can take a spontaneous weekend trip. I mean, I know yeah. the bosses you probably spoke with; they're very cool. Yeah. Like that, you know, they're they're more than willing to you know give you that yeah. day off. Like they that's, were nice. That's awesome, and it worked out. Yeah, it was cool. We were second to last row, and it actually. It was cool. Two of the uh, people next to us were Bucks fans, uh, so I wasn't alone. And nice. were, Bucks fans were scattered around the stadium, but uh, you know, it was, the game itself was so interesting. They you know, Atlanta opens up twenty five ten in the first, and I'm thinking to myself, "Oh my god! Like, is this going to be a blowout? Am I just am I going to be miserable this whole time?" Milwaukee chips away. They eventually took over in the fourth, and uh, the stadium got quieter. I got louder, and it was a very successful trip. Well, that wasn't the game where Trey got hurt, right? That was, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, and I don't root for that. What, I was going to say, what do you like? Cause, now it's, cause, now well, it's a little here's different. The thing. Well, yeah, and we're going to get into that. Because yeah. here's the thing with that, though, is in a seven-game series like that, if in, in the regular season, it just sucks all together. Mm -hmm. But, like, when the opposing team's best player goes down in a playoff series – there's a part of you that's like, <laughs> I hope he's okay for next year. You know, like, like, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. And, and like, and but when you're in when you're in hot Atlanta, I mean, this is the second time ever. That's the thing. The Hawks have been to the conference finals, so you can't be like showing any sort of joy over. This. I, I can't. Right. I can't show joy, especially who I can't show joy to my friend who was nice enough to let me stay at his house for the entire weekend and everything. <laughs> I can't just rub it in his face. So on the surface, of course, I'm like, look, I obviously don't want him hurt, and I don't. Look, I, I'll be the first to say I'm not a Trey guy. Uh, I would love no. him on my team, but he annoys the hell out of me when I'm playing a seven game. When my answer to your question, answer your question, answer the episode question. No, maybe? that's um, that would he's a candidate, but not the top guy. Um, but I just in my mind, I was like, well, you know, let's. I, I just didn't want to root for it because karma, mm -hmm. and right on cue. Uh, two days later, I think we all know what happened. But uh, and we're gonna I, I, get. I'm not that type of guy who roots for injuries. I really don't look. Yeah. I, and I don't think any. And I think a lot of people I know are the same way. We. Yeah. It's it's an unfortunate thing, but you want to beat the teams at their best, and it's just the way it is sometimes. I don't just. I disagree with that. I don't give a shit how my team wins. I mean, I don't root for injuries, but if coming into the game they have a third string quarterback. And the whole offensive line suspended so because of like yeah. testing positive for steroids. I'll take that 
I, will I have agree no shame that. in beating a team like that. No team should ever apologize for the team they play. I yeah. am, I never apologize. Yeah. Correct. I'm not unless, unless guilty. you had a role in it, like you know, <laughs> the, like Vontez Burfick going out of his way to like yeah. hurt someone. Like yeah. that's Tanya different. Harding. Yes, yeah, same type of thing. <laughs> yeah, very similar. So, Gar, before well, we get into the honest talk, I got to call you out. I was texting I you during this. I know, Tony, and I wasn't looking at my phone. Yes, uh, I was driving home, uh, and I turned on the fan, and I heard a familiar voice, and I said, I know that voice. That's a voice I, I speak with once a week about sports and pop culture and many other things on this on this very platform. Gar was doing a hit on 93.7 The Fan. They were talking Milwaukee Bucks. Craig Riley, a good friend of all of ours, mm-hmm. uh, mushed him by betting on the Bucks. There was a wow. there was a boost on DraftKings. Yes. Giannis to record a double double. Uh, yes, I I, I even also money had that bet. Yes. And, yeah, and Craig mushed him. He did, and they had Gar on for a whole segment where yeah. Craig was essentially apologizing, kissing his ass, saying, "I'm it was sorry." A fun segment. It was good. Uh, I'm sorry, I ruined your postseason. Pony was totally team Gar, yeah. saying, "You know." Like, how could you ruin this man's life? Yeah. Everyone was Team Gar, and I'm texting Gar when I'm at a red light. <laughs> Shout know. out the podcast. Say yeah. you can hear more about this on Underpaid and Overrated. Didn't get I didn't a reply. Look at my phone. I didn't look at my phone. I look when you're and look. Craig. Craig's sitting there going, "If there's anything I can do to make it up for you, I'm like, this is where he says it. Yeah, plug the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You tune in to Underpaid, but you never did. You I never know. did. I know. Well, when you're talking with Andrew Filipponi. You want to be on your A game. You want to focus. Yeah, so yeah. I, I wasn't cared at all. I know. No, I know. I, I was mean, they at, all three of us. Honest yeah. to God. Honest to God. I was looking at my phone. Um, and that's just, it's just yeah. an honest, honest mistake. Hey, but listen, I was having rookie fun mistake. with it. DraftKings, rookie mistake. DraftKings paid out that bet. I saw I got, that. I got yeah. paid for that. Yeah, that, that, that. That's like the biggest that was part of the story. In the face. Yeah, yeah like, I know. Craig like, was rubbing it in. I'll send you guys the money back. Yeah, it was very good. It was very good. I saved it, but it, uh, We'll, yeah, we'll ask time. Entercom if we can uh, insert that in here. Yeah. Odyssey now. Odyssey. Whatever. Odyssey, yeah. They're still CBS to me. <laughs> anyway, Gar, uh, Giannis yeah. not playing in right. game game five tomorrow, right? Doubtful, but yeah. Doubtful. List so is doubtful, but he won't play. He won't and, play. And uh, things are a little interesting. It's very interesting. I would love because... your thoughts on the injury. Okay. We so, well, I'll start with the Bucks team as a whole because – I think Charles Barkley um, alluded to it. I think all those guys did on TNT. The Bucks are a good team, but they're not a great team because great teams would see their opponent without their superstar and step on their throats and essentially end this series. And the Bucks didn't do that. Um, even before the Giannis injury, they sucked. So to me, I don't think the Giannis injury like turned the ties or anything like that. I think they were losing that game the whole way. Uh, so I don't like that. As far as the injury goes, this is why you don't like cheer and rub it in your friend's face when their guy Giannis gets injured. Like because you go don't backwards. know. You yeah. don't know. I am just thrilled uh, for the the report today, though. Um, no ligament damage. Uh, the structure, no structural damage. To me, if you uh, look, you're again. He's not going to play uh, Thursday in Game Five. Middleton and Holiday have to step up. This is what this is game. Remember game seven in Brooklyn? I don't know if you guys watched. Holiday and Middleton had horrible games. Yes. And Giannis put up 40. Yeah. So now it's time for those two to return the favor. I mean, this is what teams do. Yeah. This is what good teams do. They got to find a way. If it gets to a game seven, 
you know, let's say Atlanta comes back, wins game six, whatever. We go to a game seven. I, I play Giannis. I play I Giannis. And Gar, I know. And I don't know where he's at. I don't know what his yeah. status is at. I don't know what the doctors you, are seeing. You have a rooting interest. so I, I have a rooting interest, great. so I, I'm but, biased too. Uh, I can't think of a worst, a worse game seven in the conference finals than a Milwaukee Bucks without Giannis versus an Atlanta Hawks without, without Trey Young. Yeah, yeah. Holy cow. Well, I think that we're going is... to get that tomorrow, I think. I don't yeah. think Trey plays tomorrow. I think no, his foot's bad. Wow. I don't yeah. think so he does So to me, it's like, uh, yeah, this is like, I mean, again, it's not a game seven, but game five in a 2-2 series, that's pretty big. And for the two superstars to not play, I mean, it's insane. And, and, and like – but it sums up the, the Middleton. So well. Middleton yes. is like a second tier star. Like he's like been an all star before. Bill Simmons Hawks, called him like a one C superstar. Yeah, yes. that's where I, I yeah, think he's like I a third tier. I would say but like third the tier. The Hawks, like they don't it's have Trey a household no one else. name without Lemon Trey. Pepper I mean, Lou, baby. They got yeah, Lemon I mean, Pepper yeah, Lou. They got Lou, and they got you know uh, what do they call him um, the the white guy with the red hair. They what oh, are red velvet. Red yeah, Velvet. or I was Kevin, gonna say they call Kevin him K- they call him Kayvon. Kayvon, yeah, Kayvon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, but they got, they have guys yeah. who can play, but, but like, they're, like they they're they have injuries too. Players, yeah. Like who's their uh, Clint Capella? Well, Clint Capella, but he got whacked in the eye. But who's the other guy who they missed in the who they lost in the Knicks series? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's Alford. the really good defense? No, who's the really good defender? No, Dominique Wilkins. No, I know, but Charles Barkley last night it. wanted Jeff Teague to uh, replace Trey Young. Oh, no, I saw that, yeah. With <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Teague. Teague's on the other team. Yeah. Uh, I- I'll tell you what. All right, so Giannis's, Giannis's brother. What? Imagine that if he comes in and just – I mean, he's not going to score 40. But yeah. Giannis's brother just comes in and like – DeAndre gives, Hunter. Gives you like 15. Oh, you're right, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. out. He's out. Where did he go to school? That's a Virginia guy, right? Yeah, is he a Virginia guy? I don't. Who cares? No one cares. All right. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. it's just it's just funny to me. It's just like the Atlanta Hawks. Look, I love their run. I think Trey Young, he's fun to watch. He's annoying to watch when you're playing him and everything, and you're losing, and he's like doing the shoulder shimmy and everything. That gets annoying to me. But on the surface, he's confident as hell, and you got to respect it. And I think they're on like this magical run. And they're good and everything, but going into the series, I'm not going to lie. I thought I was like, God, this is Milwaukee's chance to win the title. Like Brooklyn's unhealthy; they beat them. The Lakers, you know, fell out early. Gone. I mean, all the pieces are are in place. And you just think of next year when Golden State's going to get healthy again with Clay. I mean, who knows how he's going to come back? But the Lakers are going to be healthy again. The Nuggets are going to be healthy again. And someone and then think of the hit- East. Brooklyn. Someone's getting Damian Lillard too, right? Brooklyn, and probably in the Atlanta, East. probably in the East. Uh, Lillard could go to Philly. I saw. I've already seen rumors of that. The Knicks, exactly. It's just, and, and so everyone around can put the you know asterisk on this champion. I mean, but I, I wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't have cared. Yeah. You know, they. It's still not easy to get a ring, and it's Lines still fly forever, baby. Yeah, and it's no one's. It's not Milwaukee's fault that all these teams got yeah. injured, and Atlanta can say the same thing. It's not their fault. Giannis got hurt. It's just the way it is. It's yeah. just the way it is. Uh, however, I do think that. Uh, sorry, Garth. Whoever wins this Western Conference final is going to be the winner. Yeah, the I'm the... curious. I'm curious to see. I think uh, if you know if Milwaukee does come out of it, uh, I think they can beat the Clippers. Uh, with Suns are good. But, but the but Suns are good. Here's the, the Suns scare me. The here's Suns the scare me. When it, it's down to four teams and the 
Phoenix Suns are everyone's. Well, they they gotta beat the Suns. <laughs> like it's, it's wide crazy. open. Yeah. I don't it's care. Yeah. I don't care who is in your starting five. Yeah, and I know the Suns are good. Like Aiton's playing well. Booker, Chris, Chris Paul, Paul. You know, now that he you know survived COVID or whatever, but like. It's still the goddamn Phoenix Suns. So, right. like, when I that's know. the biggest yeah. threat, it, anyone can win. You know, it, I agree. the Hawks can win without Trey Young. It, mm-hmm. It's it's just it's just one of those weird years. It's like yeah. the year when like the Anaheim Ducks won the Stanley Cup, or right. you know, the just Nationals winning the World Series. Like uh-huh. every now and then, there's just a year where yeah, the, the, the league's drunk. 2011 Mavs beating the LeBron the, James Heat, yeah. or like the year 2013. It was like. UConn, Kentucky, but it was a seven and an eight uh-huh. in the yeah. championship. Like, yeah, there's just some years where the, the playoffs the get drunk is. and everyone and the Montreal Canadiens are going to win the and Stanley the, Cup. And we'll the thing is, <laughs> and the thing is, on this, on that, for the first few months or even up to a year, it's like, oh, that's a fluke ring or you know, fluke champion. In five years, no one remembers the nope. details. Yeah. No nope. one remembers it. So they just I'm remember. They it. just remember Giannis at his hall. Exactly. Right. So one if the ring, Bucks win this. Yeah, I'm fine with it, and if oh, I, yeah. and I, you know, criticism on Twitter or whatever, so be it. In three years, you're not going to remember any of it. And you're not. Title, you're just yep. going to remember that they got a title. Yep. And uh, let me ask you this, because I mean, the injuries clearly have taken away from the quality of the postseason. For sure. I mean, because if Giannis was healthy and Trey Young was healthy and Kawhi was healthy, this Final Four would look a lot better. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. My question to you is, have super teams ruined our expectation of what a championship team looks like? Because you look, there's been probably, I think, two non-super teams that have won a championship in the NBA in the last decade. It was those Mavs who beat a super team, Miami Heat. Mm -hmm. You can say the Spurs really weren't a super team, but I mean, they're going to have three Hall of Famers. So that's just a great team. But they did it. They did it a different way. I mean, they did it a different way. Correct. Yeah. They they built that from the ground up. Yeah. But when I say super team, it's it's more just like one guy with a whole bunch of role players. Yeah. And when I think of that, I think of Dirk and the Mavs, and I think of Kawhi and the Raptors. Raptors, right. Those are probably the only two teams that didn't have multiple Hall of Famers, like across the board. LeBron Um, and the Cavs. I mean, he had Kyrie. Hey, Ky- I guess. Kyrie and Kevin Kyrie. Love are going to have famer. Hall of Fame yeah. Yeah. consideration. And yeah. I mean, I mean, Richard Jefferson. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, in all seriousness, no. Like Kyrie is a borderline Hall of Famer yeah. if he can stay healthy, and Kevin Love probably is too. If you yeah. take in because they consider his college career where he was great at UCLA. Mm-hmm. So, have super teams ruined? our outlook on what we think is a championship team. Like even if everyone was healthy, I feel like we'd be saying, well, you know, the bucks, they're not a championship team. They don't have, you know, they don't have a Giannis and a someone else that, you know, the, or the Hawks, they don't have a Trey young and a someone else. We're used to seeing a LeBron and an Anthony Davis, a LeBron and a Dwayne Wade, a Steph Curry and a Kevin Durant. None of these teams are going to have that this year. And do you think that plays a factor in this and how we view these teams? I just think personally, I just think it's fun when you, I think it takes away from the fun when uh, you do have a super team. I mean, it's like it's watching a predetermined Le- outcome. Yeah. Like if Brooklyn was fully healthy, I think it was, it would have been pretty clear uh, that Especially they had gone year. to the finals and everything and probably won it. And to me, I don't know how fun that would have been. And again, of course I, I have a dog in the fight, you know, so I'm biased and everything, but uh, you you kind of appreciate 
the the small i think you appreciate what Kawhi did with toronto i think that just makes it so much better i think you appreciate what dirk did in 2011 i think it's fun when there's a mix i think it's fun when there's one super yeah. team i think it sucks like the years when it was just Cavs warriors every year and you just knew like there's no point yeah. in watching this until the conference finals yeah but like, that's what I did. Yeah, <laughs> I and, yeah. But like the year, what you pointed out with Kawhi, who'd they beat? One of the, probably the best basketball dynasty of our lifetime, you know? And yeah. it took injuries to help them, of course. But like they still beat a team that had Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant mm-hmm. and Andre Iguodala and all those guys, right? When it's two teams like that, it's a little different in my opinion. But even the Mavericks, like we talked about, they beat a super team. It's fun to have one David Verth versus I was just Goliath gonna say I like is, the David versus Goliath. It's more matchup. fun than yeah. David versus David. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think you need to mix. I like I don't mind seeing like two underdogs like facing off um each other. Like if we were gonna have the Islanders versus the Canadians, I don't mind that. However, like you're set not setting yourself up, but there's gonna be some boring boring hockey or boring basketball being played because these are two underdogs. And even though they've been playing crazy good to get there, chances are the underdog isn't making the flashy plays to win the games against these David teams to get where they are. They're usually like, you know, just kind of capitalizing when the David sort of teams make like mistakes. So I, I I think you do need a mix. Um, We're lucky, I guess, because the Tampa Bay lightning are, you know, the the David in this case and they yeah they I mean they're there. defending champs yeah but. so like and also but like here we don't really have a I mean the Clippers I guess you could consider a David type team but not really like not without Kawhi they're not yeah yeah and like I mean who's their best player now a guy known for choking in the playoffs you I mean, consider joke. the Bucks though a David type team no. where they've been leading the league every year in, in wins and stuff though. How, so, like, I mean, so they've been the, a top tier in the last two or three top, years. A David, a David, yeah, I just you can't call them underdogs. Be, I mean, because yeah, they you have can. been. You can, they're not though. a super team. They're not a super team though. Yeah, the Bucks to me a team like the thing, when I think because the the Bucks have what every super team starts with where it's the guy that they drafted that becomes a superstar. The Bucks haven't brought in that secondary star. Mm-hmm. You know, like LeBron coming to Miami, Anthony Davis coming to Los Angeles, stuff like that, you know? Gar, continue. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, when I, yeah, when I think super team, I think two or three guys who weren't drafted by that team just kind of joining forces already with one superstar. Or one major superstar coming to join an yeah. already in, inferior product. Right. Yeah. The the Bucks obviously drafted product. Giannis. They didn't draft Middleton, but they got him a year later just through a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and so essentially Chris Middleton's he's played every single year but one with the Bucks. So to me, he's his you know every uh, acquisition the Bucks have acquisition made, there. Every I mean, acquisition they've made has been to build around people that they yeah, develop. Right. I don't think like adding Drew Holiday is not uh, like a superstar type <laughs> yeah. move. He's a great player. He was a great upgrade, but that's yeah. just that's just good work from the GM. No, yeah, yeah it's that's a solid. A that's a solid sign. Yeah, yeah I, that's not. Yeah, I don't. I can. I don't consider them a super team. I think they're the, just good. That yeah. Drew Holiday signing didn't make the Sports Center clicker. Like that wasn't breaking. <laughs> <laughs> that was however that, sports center has drew holiday as milwaukee's big three they they yeah. had that earlier today yeah well, well it has to, they have to be <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean if you're gonna yeah, do Giannis, a big Middleton three and drew yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 
And then, yeah, Brooke Lopez. So (laughs) moving on now to the NHL, Tony kind of brought it up. I want to say one last thing. Go ahead. Giannis should not play tomorrow. If they win, do not even think about putting him in game six. If you lose it, so be it. Then if it's a game seven, uh, then I would say, yes, you put him back in. But that's my final thought. And I think the Bucs are still winning the series because they have two games at home. And this is where Middleton and Drew step up. And Tony and I talked about this uh, on the last show. Giannis, ne- Giannis now falls into this category. The NBA is nice where if you have an injury and you come back and you at least play two minutes in the playoffs, you're a freaking hero. You're now, a Clay, warrior. Clay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clay, Clay jogged in the <laughs> tunnel after yeah. tearing his ACL. Yep. And he, he will never have a and word he- of slander <laughs> spoken about him <laughs> again. Exactly. Yeah. Like Katie walked out there just knowing he was going to blow his Achilles up and people were like, respect that man you yep. know and who who was it this year that was out there when he was clearly hurt oh ad yeah like yeah. everyone's oh, like, yeah, oh, AD is yeah. a warrior like so Giannis, yeah. Giannis clout skyrocket i know yeah he just that he's he put has up, a, he has love, to take one shot yeah, and yep. he's a legend he's forever. good yeah for all the air balls he has too he's actually put up some like insane numbers like shack early 2000 type yeah, numbers that, i mean he's that, it's a shame he's having a great postseason yeah. And he's actually learned how to shoot foul shots now. Uh, yeah, I know. Cool. He had a yeah, he's, he's been better. Out. He's been better. He yeah. still airballs every now and then, but but overall, you know, all right. The, That's the that was my final pick. All right. So it's moving on to the NHL. Um the Stanley Cup final, I'm gonna be real. It is tough for me to get interested in because you're going and and I don't want to take away credit from the lightning, but I want to ask this question. And before I ask it, you gotta consider the lightning. Not just going back to back if they do, which I think they will, but even before that, everyone remembers the year they got swept by Columbus in the first round when they had the amazing regular season. But even before that, I mean, they took the Penguins to seven games in the conference finals. They went to the Stanley Cup and lost to Chicago one year. I mean, they've been going on deep playoff runs for like six, seven years now. Yeah. So they're a legit oh, organization. Yeah. The, yeah. However, is Tampa Bay's back-to-back legitimate when you consider that both – and Tony brought this up last show. If they win, you know, they're the second team in the salary cap era, obviously the first being Pittsburgh, to go back-to-back is there's legit because the first one comes in the bubble, which had its own set of challenges, and the second one comes in this new playoff format where there were some teams, including the one they're playing right now in the Cup, he probably wouldn't even been in it had it been a regular year. Yeah, I it like goes back to you know guard just talking about the season how like you know if they win like in three years no one's gonna like look back and say you know all oh, those were the bad years. However, in this case, if they're gonna talk about the back to back, you have to bring up the situation of they when they won back to back the first year they won with no fans. And in a bubble. In a bubble. And the second year they won, and they're going to be playing in Montreal in two days with 3,500 fans after they have a full stadium or a full arena in Tampa right now. Um, And I, I don't know. It's just a lot of factors are going for them. They're playing the freaking Canadians. This, like, I was talking to the, you guys earlier, like, this is such a boring Stanley Cup. It's yep. hard to watch and like nothing against the Canadians, but they are a boring hockey team to watch. That's just like that's how they are made. That's why they've been winning. They're very defensive. 
Um, they have like this new guy, Cole Caulfield, who they just brought like for the playoffs, essentially um, from college. And he's, you know, flashy and he's fun to watch. However, they are a very boring brand to watch. And like, I don't know, this is just like, if I, I I'm thinking of the Penguins going back to back against the San Jose Sharks who were stacked and were a very good team that year. And then the next year we played the Predators who were arguably the best team in the NHL. The Predators were an eight seed the year we played them in the Stanley Cup Finals. Were they an eight seed? Yes. I'm pretty sure they were. Gar, no? Keep talking. I'm, I'll look that up. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were. They beat the Blackhawks in the first round. They, they were like an eight seed. I remember whenever we the sharks were legit. I do. Like, I just think Nashville was like on a crazy run. I remember when the predators I, beat. I agree with you on the crazy run. I don't think they were the. Well, I'm pretty sure talking, they were an eight seed. I, when I say at least when they are the best team in the NHL, it doesn't matter going, who you going, beat when you win a Stanley yeah. Cup, though. That's but that's going, what you need to say. Going, yeah, but going into that final, they were like. I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I don't know how we're gonna get past the Predators. Like this is like I the disagree. Really, they were they were red hot. They were the they, hottest team because in the, they, the were, they were they right. weren't. They, they were, were right. eight seed, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's wow. why they, they swept Tony, Chicago, Tony, and that's why they beat Chicago in the first round. They swept them. They that's ended crazy. that dynasty, and then they beat uh, who they Saint beat Louis. in the conference, and then they beat uh, St. Louis, Louis, and, and, and then, then they beat Anaheim, Anaheim in the conference yes. finals. And it was like the three top seeds. They just knocked them out one by one by one, and that's why everyone was like, "This is a team of destiny." It wasn't yeah. like a team full of talent because that's the fair. Penguins were the odds-on favorites to win that. That's I mean, crazy. They were, the Penguins that's... were heavy favorites to win that series. But, like, going into it, though, they – I mean, Nashville was hot. You see the teams that they beat. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, watching the Nashville Predators and watching this Montreal Canadian team, I, I, I would like to think that the Predators with P.K. Subban, like, I mean, I don't know. There was a bunch of personality. They were in a packed house who, who in Broadway. Was, who was their goalie? And compare them who the Canadian goalie was. I think <laughs> I think it evens out. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I think this the product that's going on right now, like I, I just think this is disappointing for them to go back to back, like as a Penguins fan. However, like we said, in three years from now, they're gonna Ever, be everyone's and, just gonna be like they went back to back just like the Penguins. And what helps their case is the fact that they have the names to go along with this. It's yes. not I mean, they have I mean, I remember when Vasilevsky came in in the playoffs against the Penguins. He replaced yes. Who was it? Bishop was their yep, goalie. Ben yeah, Bishop. Bishop went down, and they put in this young kid Vasilevsky, and I was like, "Oh, Penguins are going to take advantage of him." And he held his own, and I was like, "Maybe he will be somebody." Yeah, and he's one now of the, he's like the go- best goalies in the league. One yeah, league, probably if, not the best. Uh, if probably the second best the behind best. the guy he's going yeah. against. Yeah, uh, in the in the cup right now, and you know they have Hall of Famers on the first line, and you know on on defense and everything, and. They, like I said, they've gone on deep playoff runs before. This is just a this is an era, like it, like the Penguins. This is a dynasty kind of, and it's it's just weird how these probably aren't even their best teams, but these are their back to back. These are the flags that are going to fly forever. I will say one asterisk though is they are eighteen million dollars over the salary cap this year. They didn't. You can't pick and choose guys to get hurt though. I mean, I that's, know, just smart. That just, that's, that's just smart. The Penguins would have did the same thing had they had the opportunity. I know. That just that just sucks to see. $18 million in an NHL salary cap. That's kind of crazy. That is wild. Gar, do you have anything to well, add on this? I, yeah, I just want to say I think it is impressive. I think Tampa Bay was the best team uh, 
going into the COVID pause uh, and when they came out, I think to have your season and be as hot as you are and then stop for four months, come back and take care of business with no fans. Um, I think that's very impressive. And I think defending it, uh, I mean, that goes for any sport to go back to back in any sport um, is also very impressive. I, I'm look, Tampa Bay has been the best team. You can make an argument for Pittsburgh um, or Boston maybe, but uh, to me, Tampa has been the best team these last five, six years. Yeah. Uh, and it's sort of season team for sure. For sure. And you thought to yourself, okay, well, these are going to, these guys are going to be the sharks of like the early 2010s where you just consistently make the playoffs and choke. You always win the president's trophy, this and that. That's what they were doing. They were showing up to the conference finals, but they kept losing. Uh, but to bounce back, especially after getting swept by Columbus in that first round, like Noah, you mentioned, uh, I, I think it's very impressive. And you don't um, – look, you don't choose who you play. No. Yeah, it's not – And you, you Vegas, don't choose the situation that you play in either. Montreal like, obviously is decent enough to beat be Vegas. Vegas. Nice. yeah. So who was and Vegas was obviously good enough to be Colorado, who seemed it seemed like everyone was picking. Them. It was the, they were yeah. the odds-on favorite, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, look, Tampa Bay is clearly the best. I, I'm impressed with them. I think these are as legitimate as they come, and uh, it's yeah. It's I think me. I would have respected it's just a them more. Dunk. It's just it's the, they're the obvious the obvious best yeah. team right now. Yeah, they don't. I, I obviously they don't control who they face. I feel like I would have respected this back-to-back more had they done this against Vegas Knights or yeah, against no, in the, the Avalanche. And that's, that's easy fine. to say yeah. because, this, this like, they, feels... they, they, like, they obviously don't choose who they play, like like we said. But, like, if this were to happen against the Vegas Knights, I would be sitting here like, yes. Like, regardless of the bubble season or regardless of how this season has went, the playoffs, yes, I respect them for who they're playing. But like just seeing them play Montreal, it's just I don't know. It's like well, here's the thing, Tony. It 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 feels like I was trying to think of like what this reminds me of as far as like another championship. It reminds me of the year Duke beat Butler in the in the national championship, and you know, and people look back at that Butler team. Okay, well their coach went on to have a good career. Brad Stevens, you know, went on to the Celtics, and they had uh, Gordon Hayward on that team who almost sunk the buzzer beater or whatever. And so, and Butler went on to become a legitimate program after that. But at the time it was like, why why is Butler even in this thing? You know, (laughs) it's Butler versus Duke, but it's still a national championship. And to go on the bubble run real quick, as we wrap this up, um, people like to write the bubble thing off. The bubble brings its own challenges too. I mean, those guys are isolated for a month and a half. Away Not from their, their families. families. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like, like took a rask, like up and quit in the middle of the playoffs. And that's a guy who's a great goalie, maybe not great in the playoffs, but I mean, <laughs> a great goalie just up and quit on his team in the middle of the playoffs. He's like, I can't be away from my kids right now. It's, this mm-hmm. is tough. And so they I, had I to deal with that harder. challenge. I think it's, I think it's a bigger challenge and, than, and, than and the regular playoffs. To, to top that off, like I said, with the Columbus thing, that was the first team they had to go against in the bubble. Mm-hmm. The team that pretty much stole their manhood, stole their dignity. They had that tweet heard around the world. We know we're disappointed. This was not, you know, they like tweeted yeah, the press yeah. release. Yeah. And then they had that like seven overtime game in game one or two uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they had their adversity that they went through yeah. in the yeah. bubble. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I, I'm, I think it's a legit thing. I mean, I would have loved to see the Penguins be the only team that went back to back in the Cup area. 
or in the cap era, but like the reality is it was going to happen eventually. It was going to happen eventually. And the lightning, like you said, Gar, they've been pretty much the team of the last 10 years. Yeah. If it's not the penguins, it's been Tampa Bay. Yeah. How boring yeah. of a final to close out for NBC, though. <laughs> yeah, man, that sucks. Well, they thought this was, they thought this was yeah. a Doc's last final. You yeah, at least go out with some dignity. That's true. Very true. <laughs> you know. All right. So we're gonna move on now to King of the Week, and uh, I want to go to this because it is something related to sports. Here, I'm gonna give our King of the Week to the newest college national champion and Mars PA native, Will Bednar. For an absolute electric performance in Game 3 of the College World Series for Mississippi State. Six no-hit innings for Mississippi State, who wins its first collegiate national championship in school history. Which you think, I mean, you just assume SEC schools, they win something. You know, like they got to be good at something. Volleyball, you know, skeet shooting, you know, (laughs) golf, yeah. But, uh... You know, the Whippeal kid, I remember watching him. Fun fact, my cousin, uh, Joey Pusateri, who did not even go on to play college baseball, he went toe-to-toe on the mound with him in the 5A Whippeal Championship in 2019 and then walked it off for North Hills and yeah. in extra innings off of Bednar uh, for the game-winning hit. So that's a, a you know, shout-out to the Hiles family there. Uh, but I remember watching him pitch in high school. He was very impressive. Obviously, his brother pitches for the Pittsburgh Pirates. But Will Bednar, King of the Week. And did you guys watch the uh, watch the College World Series at all? I watched I, clips. I watched more college baseball this year than I've ever watched in my life. And, and I, tell, when I say this year, what? I should say when they went to or Omaha, not when or, they went to Omaha, but like right before the regionals. Yeah, yeah the that's regionals. when I started. And let me tell me tell me what. Let me ask you, what did you think of it? I it's electric. I love it, man. College it, baseball is better than Major League Baseball. They're, and no, the only, yeah. The only 100%. reason I won't watch it more is because I don't know any of the players. I mean, I know the Whippeal kids like Troy Laniv, uh from Pine Richland plays for Vanderbilt. Um, you know, there's going to be a whole bunch of kids eventually because there's a ton of D1 recruits right now in the Whippeal. But college baseball is what the MLB should be like. These yes, guys yeah. aren't going for three outcome at bats. They can be flashy and don't have to worry about getting their – the ball thrown at their head, mm-hmm, the following yes. at bat. The fans are young, they're fun, they're energetic, yes. and it's it's just it's a better quality of the game. Plus the ping of the metal bat. I mean, yeah, who doesn't I, who I, doesn't I, like that? Yeah, you know, I, I, college I just, baseball is so much better than major league baseball. Yeah, it's it, it's I, that's right what there. I, think I watched it, more Rob this Manfred. Year. Yeah, I, I I really do. I think I watched it more this year uh, because of how bad major league baseball is, like, and how boring it is in. I'm sick of the unwritten rules, but that's like a whole nother topic. But like I like all of the unwritten stuff and how like systematic like MLB is just hey, like every game is like a routine. And how many times did Will Bednar get his fucking glove and hat and neck and yeah, arms checked exactly. in those six innings? Yeah. None. Or, or like when he's walking off, and I know some of these MLB pitchers do it in big moments, but like I don't know. He's like screaming at screaming the coaches. Screaming at the dugout. Yeah, screaming, screaming at, the at the dugout. And yes. like all the the yes. whole dugout gets out of the dugout at the end of innings. And like that people or up. Or a and home run. They're like jumping over the fence. Even and at stuff. the end of innings, they like yes. get out. And, and what's funny about that is like that brought me back to like Little League and high Pony school. League. Yeah, high yeah. school. Whenever you did that, like after each inning, you got out and like, yeah. I don't know. It just 
brought love back into the game when you're watching like these like kids it's do baseball. it. It's yeah, baseball. It's baseball. It's not yeah. a math. And like, listen, I've covered a lot of baseball games in my day. Obviously, I know a lot about the sport, and I think sabermetrics have a place in it. I think analytics do have a place in it. But it's become a three outcome game. Yeah. It's become very boring. And doubles are fun. Stolen bases are fun. Bunts are fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's an automatic out or whatever, but it, it's not when the third baseman is playing behind the bag and you have a fast guy hitting left-handed, you know, and like all that stuff is part of the game of baseball. College baseball does it right, man. I, I really think next year I'm going to pay closer attention, especially with Pitt yeah. being the first they team out of this bracket. Yeah, yeah, they, they got, got screwed. screwed. Well, the, yeah. team, the team that made it in ahead of them was the State. The, yeah, he should have really won yep. the whole thing. Yeah. But – Still, like I, I think that's actually crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't even, I didn't even think of that. That they were the team that actually NC beat State out. Was it. the team? Yeah, that that was like the final team in. So the ACC must have been loaded this year. I mean, the ACC is always pretty good. I mean, yeah. they have Florida State and like, yeah, they. They're I just like, always think of the SEC schools. Virginia, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, true. but. King of the week, Will Bednar, congratulations. I was hoping, I was talking to a, a friend of mine, Alex Stumpf, obviously, from a, an outlet that will not be named because of personal grudges. And uh, <laughs> and um, he, I was talking with him, and he was saying earlier that he hoped that Bednar could slide to the second round and the Pirates could take him with the first pick in the second round. Not after that. I don't think that will be happening. <laughs> yeah, not after that. That, <laughs> that would be the awesome. The biggest stage throwing a no-hitter. Holy I mean, cow. He didn't throw a no-hitter, but he yeah. threw six no-hitters. And he was not just good this game. I mean, yeah. he shut down everyone that he faced. He threw the three only, days ago, didn't he? Yeah, the, yeah. He pitched on like three days less. The yeah. only pitcher who was better than him in this tournament probably was Jack Leiter, who is Jack freaking Leiter. I mean yeah. – to be, you know, a sports household name in college baseball is pretty tough, and he's that. So, good for Will. Uh, shout out Moore. Shout out Whippeal putting on for the city, and uh, he's our king of the week. We move on now to our internet story of the week, and it involves Clifford, the big red dog. Do you guys? Did you guys watch the show? Did you read the books when you were little? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes and yes. Yeah. All right. So I saw the trailer today. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous, man. They're making a movie about this. Of course, it's got to be live action because that's that's what they do now. That's what, that's <laughs> and, what these kids do now. And then yeah. these, these damn libs, these Hollywood elites. <laughs> they get fan cartoons. They have to get live action oh, clipper. Man, they, Back they, in my day, they, it was a flat canceled, cartoon and that was they, it. They canceled 2D. Yeah. Uh, no, but they have Clifford the Big Red Dog coming out this summer, a movie that just looks horrible. <laughs> well, here's a shame. The real shame is I saw Tony Hale, who is just a hilarious, hilarious actor. He got dragged into this. Keenan Thompson, who's Kenan been on, Thompson. Who's been on SNL. Keenan's the best. Who's what been on doing? SNL. I mean, what in the world? I got to talk to Lauren Michaels and be like, <laughs> who what signed you off on this? Guy? Guy? Yeah. What, what, how bad they better did the get pandemic be- hit yeah. SNL <laughs> in their ratings for Keenan to be in this yeah. movie? As a secondary though, character, he's the vet for God's sakes. Like Clifford, the way they portray Clifford, that is not how I saw Clifford. Like in whenever I grew up, like watching him on cartoons, I didn't think he. Would, I don't know. He's too much the of a puppy. Looks, see, 
The dog yeah. looks see-through as well. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, oh, he's like a ghost. Clifford the Big Red like Dog satin. was dark red. Clifford this the Big Red like Satin ho- Dog. This thing looks like the damn uh, Tupac hologram, but yeah. red. You know, like, yeah. he yeah. looks like the Death Star player. There's like a there's a, there's a, a clip in that uh, in the trailer where the girl and Clifford are fighting over a pillow, and it is so bad. Yeah. See, that yeah, little girl would have got rough. <laughs> Emily Elizabeth would have been think, six feet. Under. I think my the worst part, if for anyone who's seen this, is uh, when she's crying in bed because she's like something about like, oh, you know, I wish people want to make fun of us or whatever. <laughs> she's got the single tear that like hits Clifford's face, that and that he, and that's that how, how it grew. The story? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't when know. I saw is, that, I'm like, oh, is that how that is, is that he how a, that happened? Is he a plant? I just like, thought because Clifford that's what came happens out the plant. womb. Came out the womb the size of freaking. Yeah, I thought he was just born from a big dog family. I just thought that you know, passed down generation. Like he was part of the beast, like from the Sandlot. Is King Kong from a tear as well? Like this little girl on Skull Island just start crying (laughs) under a pet monkey. This is the worst. This is the worst trailer I've seen. <laughs> Did you see on Sonic Twitter? The Hedgehog. Yeah, Sonic. But, oh, yeah, Sonic. Did you see on Twitter someone said uh, this picture, and it was a picture of the two people and Clifford. It was like, this looks like a uh, uh, a commercial for like an anxiety pill or whatever. <laughs> like one of those. <laughs> like Clifford's I mean, the anxiety. <laughs> oh, the, the stupid lines in that too, it's like, no one will notice we're in New York City. It's like, yeah. bitch, the dog yeah. is the, dog is the whole point. The whole point of Clifford the Big Rag Dog is that everyone notices him. Don't give me that garbage. This uh, is like this is one of the movies where um, you know, in film class in college, uh, we would did, take like a, a trailer. <laughs> yeah. We would take a trailer of a movie and kind of like edit it. And take different clips from that movie and make a new trailer, but switch the genre. So, like, it would be, like, a funny movie we would turn into a scary movie. But, like, use still the same clips, but change the music and, like, have the clips, like, not match. And I was watching Clifford, and I'm like, you could turn this into, like, a scary movie. When he's biting that pillow and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or, like, whenever people are wrecking and they just see this big dog shadow come by, like, what is that? Oh, my God. I mean, imagine taking him to the dog park. He's just going to eat, like, a whole bunch of Yorkies. Like, it's... Well, that's what the internet story is. How much shit? uh, Yeah, who's going to clean up his shit? Who's going to clean it up and how much does he produce? (laughs) Not in Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. What a oh. shit movie that's gonna be. Yeah. Oh my yes. gosh. I'm down to go see that with you fe- with you guys. Uh, we could do a live uh, review. Yeah. Have a couple right. of beers. I haven't been to a movie theater in ages. That's what it'd be. Yeah. So that's here's another question to to spin up. What movie trailer have you seen that's like I'm willing to go back to I mean, I I don't think any of us are scared to go back. We're all vaccinated. Except for Tony, you know, he's um, on that train. <laughs> uh, but uh no, but like I think we're all willing to go to a movie theater again. But yeah. like, what what movies like caught your eye that made you want to go back, or the, has there not been one? The Sopranos prequel that just yep. came. The trailer just yep. came out. I cannot uh, wait to see that. I'm going to the movies. You can but, see it on HBO, but I'm going to go to the theater. I, think I, I, I will theater for watch. that. I think I'm going to go back for Space Jam too, even though I think it's Space gonna be Jam, awful. Yeah. No, I that's <laughs> one I have to see. Uh, there's this movie. It's about um, a girl and her dog. Uh, it's Clifford. Clifford? Yeah, it's Clifford. <laughs> the big no, um, I can't think of one person who watched and, that trick. Because if you think about it, kids today don't know who Clifford the Big Red Dog is. And I know. that cannot be appealing to children. It's, so, like, yeah, who, who's going to yeah, go see weird. that? Who knows? 
uh, Anna wants to see uh, In the Heights that uh, that musical. Oh, okay. So yeah. I and I watched the trailer. I, I thought it was it looked good. So I think that's probably going to be the first one I see in theaters. Remind me of West Side Story, but I like West Side Story. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. Can live. I tell you something real quick? By the way, that's Anna, what this this is quite literally this is, what that platform that, is yeah. for. Anna and I are going to Dave and Buster's, and Anna has never been. Wait, and I said, when, Noah, when are you going? We're going Friday night, and I said Noah is, would be furious with you. <laughs> furious. I might listen. Are you going to the one on McKnight? No, we're. Uh, she lives close to uh, the waterfront, so we're going to that one. That's upsetting because if you're you going, going to, my, to the one on McKnight. Well, no, I mean, I live five minutes from it, so yeah. I would have I would have joined Aubrey's working uh, oh. Friday night. But you should, you should come down, just be like, guys, let me show you around. This is my Dude, place. <laughs> I was gonna say I own seven records on Guitar Hero. On I, believe I believe it. I believe it. The first thing I that make, came out of I my mouth. I make someone take a picture of me, and I flick off the camera every time <laughs> holding the every, holding the guitar. It'll be like Pride and Joy, Medium. And Wait, so are you? Some seven-year-old kid one, walks by, and you're like, "Hey, take a picture of me, kid." Is it one <laughs> Guitar Hero machine, and you have the top seven? No, so like, on that? it's it, well, it's a whole bunch of different songs. So like, oh, but okay, like, okay. there's one. My favorite song is um, "Bulls on Parade" by Rage Against the Machine. That's the hardest and, one on there, isn't it? No, no, it's not that oh. hard. Uh, but like, I had at one point in time four of like the top ten. So it was like NAH, 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 NAH. And like it's just a ritual when Aubrey and I go there. <laughs> but like I think I have pride and joy. Uh, there's a couple of other ones I have, but um, this will be a good social clip. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> we all need to go to Buster's yeah, one time. We do. We My do. dog. I was shocked though, that she had never been, and uh, I was I, literally the first thing I said. I was like, Noah is, would be so disappointed with you oh, because yeah. he practically I mean, lives there, dude. That so the second date Aubrey and I went on, we went the first date. We just went to the North Shore. Second date, we went to North Park because she's super active. We went paddle boarding, mm -hmm. right? And it was hot, and I'm sweating. Yeah. She's like in a, you know, she has her life best off. She's in her swimsuit. She's having fun. I'm like, I cannot let this girl <laughs> see how sweaty I am yeah. under this life jacket. Yeah. So we get done and I look at her and I'm, she's like, we did something I like. What do you like to do? And I was like, you just follow me. And I went to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> See, I was taking Christina to the casino or no, something. Yeah, it was, it was week one of college football. So, like, Pitt was playing Austin P, and I had a minus 49 and a half. So, I went, we went to go watch that. And then, uh, yeah, we played video <laughs> games and uh, we won some tickets. That's how I won her wow. heart. Yeah. Amazing. Yes, absolutely. You bought her a big Clifford the Red Dog with your tickets. Yeah. No way. No way. <laughs> I, I have a list of things I want to win there. My ultimate goal. It takes 5,600 total uh, tickets. It is uh, matching Dave and Buster's hoodies. Uh, oh yes, it, it takes a lot of effort. But I've, <laughs> I've won some cool stuff there. I won blankets, obviously a chalice. Wow. Uh, I would like to have a whole party, like a Super Bowl party one day, and everyone have their own <laughs> Dave and Buster's mug. Yeah, <laughs> they're only 300 tickets. They, you yeah. can get those easily. All right, so we're moving on now. But yes, Dave and Buster's. We might bring back video content if we do that. Or just in general, I would love it if we could all go to Dave & Buster's very soon. Absolutely. 
So Gar suggested this one instead of his rap review because you know he only had a month and a half to listen to three I, songs and he couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot after about two weeks and I was like, ah, who? Wait, like who do they want me to listen to? And then I was like, ah, whatever, we're not going to do Biggie this. Biggie Smalls, Notorious B.I.G. So I can do that uh, Gar, instead, and we'll keep that as your uh, rap review for next show. But you ha- you said you have a song of the summer, and I think candidate. all three of us have one song of the summer candidate. Yeah. Uh, Gar, I would love to hear your pitch and, of course, your song. Okay, so uh, I I kind of stopped, but there was a while in the mid-2010s where I was big on my song of the summer. In 2013, it was Come and Get It by Selena Gomez. Uh, in 2014, it was uh, Shower by Becky G. 2015, it was Sparks by Hilary Duff. And... Oh, my God. <laughs> And then, yeah, those are all bops. So you can thank me later when you guys listen to those. Um, And then 2016, I forget. It may have been like uh, We Don't Talk Anymore by Charlie Puth. Chuck Puth is what I call him. (laughs) (laughs) So then, uh, but then I stopped. And now we're back on the train again because summer, it's like we're back. 2020 was depressing. Let's get back into this. Listen to Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. It is so good, so catchy, and I'm telling you, it is the front runner for Song of the Summer on my list. And I can't and I can't wait for you guys to listen and completely agree with me, as you will with all of my previous songs of the summer. It's it's number one on on the Gar, today's I, hits. I know I've yeah. said th- I yeah. know I've said this before, but I'm just appalled that you're not an Olivia Rodrigo fan. I, I, I just cannot I believe it. Hey, I will say that. That song that she has right now. Good for you or deja vu? Which one? Good for you, I think. Good for you. It is good. Paramore. Is good. That, that song. is oh, a yes, Paramore right? song. That's that is Williams. a that yeah. is a Paramore song. She is literally singing different words to a Paramore song. I, I listened to it one day with Christine. I'm like, this is a copy. Yeah, you're you're waiting. No, you're waiting for do 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 do. That's how she's. Which which song are you singing, or which song are yeah, you humming? Right? Good for you, or the other yeah, one? Like you're kind of right. It's good crazy. for you is a good song. That's the one song I like. I I will stand Deja by this. Vu's I thought, a bop too. I thought Driver's License was just totally totally overblown. That girl had her heart broken. I. I just could not get into it Tony, at all. Tony, what is your song of the summer? Okay, so I... No, I'm not uh, making my announcement. This is a candidate. I mean, the summer still... Yeah, there's no, a lot your, of... your nomination. Okay. Yeah. So uh, right now, like, obviously, we could do Song of the Decade with Levitating because that thing's never going to stop. Oh, yeah. Um, song of the Summer, by the way, I, last year. You're right. Levitating. Yeah. Of course. How it it could be Song of this year. It could be it Song of the Summer of this year because it's like, I mean, it's still on top of the charts, but I'm going to get a little bit better. Um, song of the summer this year for me will prop a candidate is Peaches by Justin Bieber. I hate that song. Um, I hate we that were song. in oh Florida God, Tony, no. and man on the beach listening to that. It was, you know, it was Awful. so relaxing. No, and what? just the beach what? vibes. I, I love it. I, it's right. Daniel Caesar on there with a, with a very soft voice and a verse uh, like, I, sounding like the angels. I like Justin Bieber. I think he's talented, but that song stinks. Get out of here, Tony. All right, so you guys have mentioned – That's a catchy song. uh, Gar pointed out past years incorrectly. Tony, you you falsely claimed that Dua Lipa was song of the decade. I'm going to tell you my song of the summer. It's going to win this year. It's won every summer since 2011. That's that's not right. The late Avicii 
dropped it. It's called Levels. You put it on by the pool. <laughs> oh it gets God. you excited. You put it on while you're pregaming oh with boys. Goodness. It gets you excited. You put it on. I mean, it's the best song of all time. It's going on 10 years straight. I might give it an That's asterisk because it tied in 2019 with Higher Love by Kygo. That, no, that remix. Oh that song is oh, an no. banger. So no. It shared a title in 2019, but Avicii, congratulations. No, I'm already awarding of, it. No. Straight years, <laughs> no. Song of the, the Summer. The whole point of Song of the Summer is you have a winner a every song. year. Yeah. It's up. So it's it up. Has it's, to be it's, it's got. It's got a no. huge lead right now. No, I'm, I <laughs> it's told got you. A huge lead. How do you not? How do you not put any respect on "Shower" by Becky G, like six or seven years ago? That was Who a great the song. Hell is that over Becky levels? G. Yes, listen to "Shower" Levels by Becky G, and it's the catchiest I, thing. I've heard it, and I've heard you know. I'm not going to talk bad on a man who forced Mike Posner to take a pill in Ibiza. I I, I, I don't doubt him. It's a beach until I die. I'm telling you, you guys sent give me these rap requests, and that's fine and everything. I'm requesting you guys sing "Listen to Shower" by Becky G. Shower by Becky G. Have you ever yeah. listened to "Levels in Reverse"? No, just as good. Just as no, good. I'm dead ass. Right. Look it I up. I believe you. I believe you. It's it it freaking slaps. All right, Tony's two cents. What do you got for us? Oh, guys. So um, <laughs> two cents is kind of a depressing story. Uh -huh. uh, I actually got back from Florida, and that was two weeks ago. And I have not won a single freaking bet since I got back from Florida. I thought you were going to um, say something I went, actually serious. I went, well, I mean, I, something I went, very sad happened. Yeah, something very sad happened in my personal life, which is why I was in Florida for two weeks. Oh. Um, but I could not gamble those two weeks at all. So I was very excited to get back and place a bet. And I did, and I've placed a bet um, at least one every single day since being back. And I am cold. Cold, cold, zero wins. And if you think about it, I was in Florida for two weeks. It's been two weeks since I I have been back. A whole entire month without a win in my sports book. Now it's not good. I don't want to cross any lines here, but you were down there. You lost a relative, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, did you did this relative approve? of your sports gambling. Yes. Habit. That's, that's where I got it from. She really, she, she gambled horses. She was a so huge nice. Kentucky Derby fan. Nice. And so maybe she, she was your good luck charm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. And I, I, I was going to say, she's either cursing you quit. or she was your good luck charm. Yeah, and you quit. need to go back to her house and get something and take <laughs> yeah. it back with you. Yes. Like her pillow or yeah. like an article, you know, one of her shirts or something. Yeah. I and do. you can maybe that'll break your jinx. Yeah. You're right. You're very right. I, uh, I, I definitely need something back because right now I have a uh, DeAndre Ayton PAR over 29 and a half. So when you're listening to this right now, um, if you are, You'll know if I'm going to win this or not. What's um, he at right now? Let me take. He a was look. close at halftime. I've been looking, but uh, he was at 18 at half. Oh, so, Bleacher Report. He just sprained his ankle. He's out for the game. Get out here! You're no, such just... a liar. You're <laughs> such a liar. But yeah, yeah if, uh, he's maybe... at 24. He's, he's got 24. one assist. He's yeah. got uh, one assist. Whatever. I'm I'm going for the R's and the P's, the rebounds yeah. and the points, baby. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we get a win. But yeah, that's my two cents. I've been on a freaking cold streak, man. Need to get out. Went too. This is the time to be on one, though, Tony. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. You know, summertime. Summer. Yep. Just yep. get through it. Get through get, it. Get to the NFL season. Then the, get, hey, get on my hot streak. The system. Oh, love the system. Gar doesn't know about the system. <laughs> love the system. <laughs> We're going to, I think this year, 
I think we're all going to maybe put like a hundred bucks into like a separate account, like a separate, you know, DraftKings account. We're just going to let it ride on the system. I love see that. what it grows. I, I'm not going to lie. We won't, we're not going to give up the system because once you give the system up, everyone's that's when got the system it. blows mm-hmm. up and then it's horrible and it loses every week. But I will say I, the system that we use, I started getting very confident in betting almost every single perfect game or I bet yeah. every perfect game Almost every single system game towards the, the end of weekend. The, the weekend is more fun. Like everyone says, they got a system. I pitched this idea to Tony Gar last year. I keep the receipts. I have every document from the season from the system in the last two years. It includes highlighters. It includes different colors of pen. Oh my I have God. binders and folders. It's Everything. Crazy. All right. The college Jeez. one. The college system, which is the same system Unreal. but for college, it's good. However, it's NFL. Impo- unless you're rich, you you can't bet on every single system pick. Yeah, it, it gives out like 23 college yeah, picks. Yeah, but the week. NFL, there's like six to ten, maybe games. more. Yeah, six and then to 10 there's games. perfect bets, and the perfect bets are solid. Are like four units. I'm plays. excited. I'm just yes. getting excited thinking about just it. Just thinking <laughs> about the system, yeah. man. Just yeah, thinking let's... about it. But the thing is, you got to wait till week three. Yeah, yeah, we've you seen, can't. We, yes. We've said too much. Yes. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Noah's no daughters. Uh, Gar, we we restarted our records since okay. we took the hiatus. So I'm one and one. Tony, did your parlay hit? No. No. All right. So my two know, picks. I, there's no way. I Gar, noticed. I'm gonna ride with you. Uh, were you gonna bet on Milwaukee? Is that your pick? No, I because anytime I do, I jinx. I jinx All right, them. so I'm gonna so take I the Bucks minus two. I never do it. I think. Superstars separated. I think the Bucks are the better team. I'm going to take the Bucks with the points minus two, and then I'm going to take the uh, San Francisco Giants. They have Johnny Cueto on the hill uh, going against the Diamondbacks, I believe, who are absolute garbage. Uh, I'm going to take them minus one thirty-five. So those are my two picks. Noah, do you have written down what we did pick last week? I I do. Yes, you Tony, you took the Clippers money line and the Golden Knights money line, and that's what screwed you. The Golden oh, Knights. The Golden Knights. Yep. Yes. Yep. I had okay. Suns minus one, which hit, and I had Texas who lost to Virginia. Cool. Or no, no, flip that, flip that. Texas beat Virginia. The Suns gotcha. lost. So Tony or Gar, what are your two picks? Um I don't want to jinx it. I probably I'm not gonna actually do this, but I, I'll go with you on the Bucks. Okay. They're at home. I think the Giannis injury kind of fires them up. I think he's going to be on the bench. They're going to give him a standing ovation, and I think that kind of lights a fire uh, with these guys. Not only yeah. that, they played – They'll have a nice played, hype video for him Yeah, they played absolutely horrible in game four, so I think they bounce back, and I think they win. Um, and then, obviously, well, the Western Conference is going to be over by the end of the night. Uh, that's all I got. I, I, don't, I haven't looked that's at baseball. Fair. Yeah, so that's yeah. my one pick. I, look, it's my team's two wins away from the finals. That's my only focus. I haven't paid attention to baseball. And like, right, I'll give you that pick. I'm just going to go with the Giants then. I'm going to yeah. give out one I, pick. I would like uh, for the the records to reset come the real time of gambling when it really matters. In the Tony fall? parlays will be on fire in the fall. Yeah. Summer stuff. Baseball's tough. If you're going to do that, 
it can't be like the last gambling podcast where we had where you're just giving out <laughs> system picks. Because again, that's how we ruined the better. system. I, was I know, but like I got better towards the end. Because like I, I, I remember, was... like I'd give out my picks, and I'm like, I'm gonna throw in a couple. Uh, I'm gonna sprinkle in some system picks, and I'm like, Tony has the same picks as me. Like yep. I, yep. I had the big difference. Some ones. of them though, like some of the system picks, I'm just like, I can't go get. I mean, they're perfect. I, this is what you I look wanted. at them. And I, they're like, I, gold. yeah, this makes sense. All right. All right. Tony My parlay. parlay. So we're just all over the place. Uh, it's summertime, so I'm just picking and choosing just based off my eyes. Uh, <laughs> this one's pretty bad. This per- this one's a pretty eyes. bad. So maybe fade this one. Oh um, <laughs> so we're going to start with uh, the good old Pittsburgh Pirates plus one and a half against the Milwaukee Brewers. The Pittsburgh Pirates are playing notoriously bad. Um, so this is probably where this this bet's gonna lose. They just However, listen, Big and Rich is playing tomorrow oh. night. They They're got come- dollar hot dogs at PNC Park. I'm They're shocked be this vibing. isn't a Wild Things game. Like this they, just they, sounds like a Wild Things promotion. Like, dollar hot vibing. dogs and Big and Rich. Yeah, I almost went just to listen to the one song "Save a Horse," but he, I'm good you know, on that. It, they, there's a, a thunderstorm. Yeah, you would like Big and Rich, Tony. I like one song, literally one song. I don't know any other well, song. It's... You don't know the outrage that's going on around them. They're like super no. conservative. That's why I made that um, joke. Um, he like, deni- like he denies COVID. He thinks Fauci um, should be in jail. So oh, yeah, okay. you would like you would well, like. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to go <laughs> see the like... one song. Uh, I literally was going for "Save a Horse." Um, yeah. However, so we're gonna go. Pirates plus one and a half just because. And then uh, we got the San Diego Padres money line against the Cincinnati Reds just because the Padres are better than the Reds. And then Reds are two- good this year. They're over 500. Yeah, but the Padres are better than that. Okay. Thank you. And we're gonna do the uh, we're gonna do the Milwaukee Bucks money line against the Hawks. This is probably a horrible pick since we all think they're gonna win. Um, yeah, but, this is not good. So you, Somewhat, you know what? I look. I can't say the Hawks. One of you two has to say the Hawks, so we can't just totally jinx this. So just someone. I'm say, not taking the Hawks. Oh, you, right. You bought. You backed away from it. Yeah, we're two and zero. Oh, but I, I said it on. The show. We can't take <laughs> listen, it back. Listen, I, I, I have a screenshot. And Gary doesn't go back this. into the that's box. That's true. That's true. So listen, we'll be good. We'll be good. We got plus six oh six for this parlay. Ten dollars will pay out seventy dollars and fifty eight cents. You have your bet calculator on your real quick. I would love for you to do the uh, opposite of this parlay. Yeah, if you could do Brewers, Brewers right. minus one and a half, Hawks Reds money, money line. line, Hawks money line. If you Let's could do that, here. I would love to see those odds. Probably a lot better than plus six oh six. Oh, I, I like I, probably I, like mm, plus two fifty, three hundred maybe. I mean the the Brewers are heavy favorites. It listen, I was just going for nice odds, and if it hits, great. If it doesn't, you know, life goes on. <laughs> Why would you throw the Pirates in there? I, just, I, I, was, I, just, for, I was looking you know, for nice odds, so I, I immediately scrolled to the Pirates. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to find. They're okay. new, baby. Oh my god. Oh my DraftKings is on. Uh, don't up. worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right. So as we wrap up the show, uh, guys. Who oh, yeah. is your favorite athlete that plays for a team that you hate? Plays or played for a team that you hate? Gar, we'll start with you. Aaron Rodgers. I That's I mean, he one. just kicks the Lions' ass year after year, but he is so enjoyable to watch. Uh, forget all the offseason drama that he has or whatever. I mean, the dude is just a beast. He's just a beast. And uh, I think short of Tom Brady, uh, he's the most fun to watch, in my opinion, when it comes to quarterbacks. That's fair. Tony? Tom Brady. 
literally Tom Brady is my number one. He is a guy that I grew up when I was younger, absolutely hated, literally despised. Yeah, like could not stand the thought of him. And as I got older, I started respecting him more and more and just like not like just like trying to like realize how great like what we're witnessing really is and like what's going on him winning six Super Bowls and stuff like that. Like I it's just unbelievable what he has done in our lifetime. However, growing up, I absolutely hated this guy and I would have loved nothing more to see him in a Steeler jersey. Um, But he wasn't. So I fucking hated him until until probably like I would say he left the left the Patriots. <laughs> now I don't hate him that much. Yeah, I those are solid picks. Um, I have nothing against the Packers, but yeah, Tony, I knew you were going to pick Tom Brady. I figured one of us would take Tom Brady, yeah. so I went a little outside the box with mine. I obviously had more time to think about this as well. Jeremy, um, a small a small term one is just I hated this team for a little over a week, two weeks because they played my favorite hockey team in the Stanley Cup, PK Subin. I love P.K. Subban. It was really hard to hate him when the Penguins were in the Stanley Cup against the Nashville Predators. I really liked Subban. I was at a game. Game five, they were chanting, Subban sucks. And I was like, I disagree. I really like P.K. Subban. (laughs) Um, Guys, guys, can we keep it down? I disagree. It's actually pretty good. Don't shove his face in the ice. I like uh, uh, um, And then someone who, uh, as a Pirates fan, this is another honorable mention, Albert Pujols. He was just the best yeah. player ever when we were growing up, and he, I Machine. mean, his, o, his OPS against the Pirates is like seven thousand, so yeah. it was cool. But my number one pick, and I don't really even care for this team anymore. The team that I rooted for as a kid and hated when they played the school that this guy went to, but he was so electric, he was so dynamic, and in the spirit of college football video games, possibly coming back. I'm going to go with Pat White. I hated uh, West Virginia growing up. I was a pit season ticket holder. My whole family, still huge pit fans. I've kind of lost interest as since both programs kind of went to shit. But Pat White, I hated Steve Slayton, hated Noel Devine, hated Tavon Austin, hated those teams, hated Rich Rod. But Pat White was so damn good, so damn fun to play with on those video games. I had to like him. He was yeah. so cool. And then uh, Ike Taylor killed him. Ike Taylor or Ryan Clark one of those guys just straight up killed him in week 17 of his rookie year and I've never heard anything from him since but Pat White I I loved watching him play he was so much fun okay I don't mean to um, I I got the odds if you do the opposite and if you completely fade me so Atlanta Hawks money line Brewers minus one and a half Cincinnati Reds money line plus 629 Really? So almost the same exact odds as what I just gave you. So it's go a ahead longer and pay shot. me, and we'll it's see what happens. Probably because of the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, and the Reds, the Reds, the Padres. Well, the the, the the Hawks plus one fourteen, but all the other two are um, favorites. But the the Reds are minus one hundred three. So it that that's like a toss up game. Okay. But yeah. All right, guys. Final thoughts. Um, good to see you guys. Good to see everybody. Good to see you too, Gar. Uh, and Thanks. hopefully, um. You know, I win a bet here soon, and I get yes. to have fun. Absolutely. And hopefully Everyone. next week we're talking about a uh, Bucks suns final. I know, I just can't ever, ever think about getting excited talking about those <laughs> teams playing in the NBA Finals. <laughs> Hit that subscribe all button if you haven't already. We'll see you next week. See you.